Listeners, before we start this episode, I just want to give a quick advisory that, unfortunately, we did run into some audio technical difficulties. So, pretty much after the introduction, we do lose the rest of Dinell's audio recording. I am not sure what happened. It was not backed up properly when we went to upload to edit the files. Um, so I did do my best to keep as much raw audio from my side as possible. I did cut and condense it um, throughout where he was talking. You do hear my rebut to some of his statements. Um, but we do recap all of the picks, the teaser, and the round robin at the end of the episode. Um, so I don't blame you if you want to skip through and just get the picks. Uh, but we do recap. I do explain kind of in-depth of my picks. I do kind of recap some of his picks at the end of when he talks. Um, but, you know, unfortunately, we did run into this error once again. But we will do our best to make sure that in the next episode, it the audio is twice as good. Uh, so, as always, thanks for listening. Thanks for dealing with our technical failure. Um, but let's hop right into Picks Saturday. Welcome to the Shred the Spread podcast, episode 18, Picks Saturday. If you're new, thanks for tuning in. If you're returning, thanks for coming back. We are already in week 11 of the NFL, and as always on Picks Saturday, I am joined here by my right-hand man, Mr. See You at the Cash Counter, Mr. Bringdom, my money, Die Nell. How you feeling, man? What's good? What's good, baby? I'm feeling great, man. Um, I'm just just loving the way these spreads are looking this week, man. I feel like this is a break from two hell weeks, man. I'm ready to get back on track. I'm ready to get this money. You feel me? Let's turn that one and two into at least a two and one or a three and no, man. Let's go ahead and go undefeated, man. I really feel good about this week. Yeah, so each of us have three official picks this week. I know I've been running about four to five picks. I did want to overdo it. I do have a couple spots that just missed the cut, but... I wanted to give out my most confident picks, my three favorite picks. Um, we are already off to a 1-0 start, both of us. Obviously, it wasn't official, but we both took the Titans plus three on Thursday night football. Easy. Um, Easy, man. Not the game script that you were or I was expecting. Um, we expecting yeah. a Derrick Henry yeah. clinic. Um, it was Austin Hooper day. Uh, who would have thought? But hey. It doesn't matter who crosses that goal line as long as the team you pick to win gets the job done. So not only did the Titans cover that three-point spread, but they won outright. Um, Can't say we didn't see that coming. We were all over that. Uh, A lot of sharp money came in on the Packers late. I don't know if you know that, but there was a a decent-sized group that came in on the Packers late. And I think it was a little bit of recency bias. We kind of saw that game versus the Cowboys, but... In actuality, the Packers were never in control of that game. It took a miracle. Uh, they broke history with a come-from-behind win versus the Cowboys, and you know they had that win. Um, ultimately, that wasn't enough for you nor I to switch sides. Um, so No, they couldn't run the ball. We, we knew they wasn't going to be able to run the ball. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that, that was the biggest thing. It was able to run the ball. And we say all the time, Vrabel as an underdog is a very profitable bet. And the guy came through money, once money, again for us. Money. So, but we have, let's see. So we have the same pick from one game. 
There's two games, three games, four games, five games we're going to cover on picks Saturday. Um, let's just hop in with the first game. Um, we have the Jets traveling to New England for round two of the regular season matchup. The Patriots are three-point home favorites. Um, this one, uh, this was definitely one I've been eyeing all week. Uh, I mentioned it on preview Thursday. Basically, this is a must bet for me because not only do I have the Patriots sitting at minus four and a half, potentially minus five, um, you know, the book has it set at three right now. And this is strictly because the Jets are coming off a big win versus the Bills. They went into the bye week, so their public perception is inflating that number uh you know we should really be getting the patriots minus four and a half minus five so we are getting some value uh this is a pick that you're Big on value. as well uh talk to me about yes, talk to me about why you're on that oh let's i mean let's let's really talk about it man um this jets offense stinks honestly they are garbage um Zach Wilson has yet to really turn it around and really show to me that he's able to lead a team into winning, winning, especially in Foxborough in the cold against Bill Belichick. Bill Belichick eats up young quarterbacks for breakfast. He does this on a daily. He's been around the block, one, not one, two, three, four, five, maybe even six goddamn times. And and when you look at the grand scheme of things, the the one thing that the Jets were able to where they were able to get against the Bills. Which was a big factor was turn Bill Belichick's gut here, Bill Belichick's track record against the Jets, and Bill Belichick's track record against young quarterbacks. Man, go ahead yeah, and give me Bill go. minus three in Foxborough. Oh, yeah, 100%. So, you know, we just saw this matchup a few weeks ago. Uh, Patriots won. They covered. Uh, the Patriots were a three-point road favorite, and now we're getting them back in Foxborough with the same exact spread. This is literally just the public loving the Jets. And, you know, I say it all the time. If I like a pick and I'm against the public, I generally like it twice as much just because you always want to be on the side of the books. Now, obviously... um, you know, it doesn't win every single time, but you do have to pick your 41. spots. Forty-one. I think it was forty-one. And I think you and I both both hit it right on the head, man. Uh, we're taking Bill Belichick against a young quarterback still trying to figure out this league. Um, you know, nine times out of ten, Bill is going to win that matchup. So, you know, I almost pulled the trigger on running back because if you remember. A few weeks ago, I was actually I didn't have the Patriots as a side because I was too worried about the matchup. Now that I've seen the matchup, I've kind of got a better, you know, sample size and analysis on this game. But if you remember correctly, I actually took the under. And at the t at the time, I think the under was like 40, 40 and a half, 41, somewhere around there. Well, this under is 
Yeah, well, this under is all. Let me just double check. Let me not blow smoke up. Uh, this this under is actually at thirty eight now, and I actually still like it. You know, because we saw scoring and turnovers. You know, basically the turnovers from the Patriots were setting the Jets up. I think there was a like in that game. I think there was like a blocked field goal or a blocked punt. Um. And then there was something else that happened where the Jets got into ideal field position twice, which helped them score. Um, you know, I think those mistakes are limited at home. So, you know, I think if there's a team that's making the mistakes, it's the Jets. So obviously that makes that minus three look even better for us. But I still like the under. I don't want I would play the under as a pick, but I don't want to double dab into the game just in case this is like, you know, we're on the wrong side. It goes over and the Jets cover. So I don't want to double dip into the same game, but I do want to say I also will be playing the under, but I'm not going to put it as an official pick um, on my card. So now we're going to move on to your second pick. And what is your second pick? All right. Giants minus three riding the hot hand. Uh, Giants. No, they just played Houston last week. Uh, and we talked about Saquon Barkley you know, when he is the workhorse, that team excels. Uh, so, yeah, definitely definitely like the angle you took there. Um, so that's going to take us to my next pick. Uh, you're not going to like this one, but it just it's it's been screaming at me since Monday. OK, I take that back. It's been screaming at me since Tuesday. Tuesday, I really took a deep dive into the slate and. The ugliest pick you could probably take this entire weekend. Texans plus three and a half versus the Commanders. I know. I know. I know. I know. It's not pretty. It's not, you know, it's not attractive whatsoever. This will be one that I'll probably have in the corner somewhere. It's going to be a corner TV game. Um, and this is very basic in my reasoning. Number one, if there is a team that wants to control the pace of the game and the clock as much as the commanders, it is the Texans. Um, if there is a team that finds ways to throw games and just play ugly football for three quarters, it's the Texans. Uh, so... We're getting the Commanders at an inflated line just because they, they're they coming off the win versus Philly. Um, in reality, this line should be Commanders minus one, maybe even a pick em. Uh The Commanders, and I hate to say this you know, while you're here, but the Commanders are not three-and-a-half-point favorites. They're not three-and-a-half points better than the, Tex than the Texans, especially not on the road. So... We have to remember the Commanders were just a double-digit dog on the road. Now they're going from a double-digit dog on the road to a three-and-a-half-point favorite on the road. This is ugly. Um, I see this game coming down to probably, you know, if, if in a perfect world, the Commanders win this by three. Um, this is exactly why I'm on the Texans plus three-and-a-half. Uh, could I see the Texans winning this game? Absolutely. This Commanders team just hasn't showed me that they can blow anybody out. They play really ugly football, but they find ways to win. They find ways to stay in games. Um, you know, 
I could see a a Commanders come from behind win. Um, you know, I could even see this game going to overtime. Commanders kick the game winning field goal, but I just don't see a world where the Commanders blow this Texans team out just because Damian Pierce has just been so consistent on the ground, and I think it'll help maintain the pace of that game. So I will. F- I'm gonna roll with the uh, Texans plus three and a half. So now I'm gonna throw it back over to you. What is your third pick for Sunday? Yeah, um, if this game was looking at like seven, seven and a half, I'd definitely be leading the Chargers just because Chargers and Chiefs generally in a divisional matchup match up pretty well. Um, I'm not sure how this line will look because we are getting news that Keenan Allen and Mike Williams both might play in this game. Um, so that may drop the line for the Chiefs. That may put the Chiefs at like minus four. Um, obviously, like that even be- even better. But yeah, you dude, you're you nailed it. The the Chargers aren't, you know, they're using Eckler, but they're not using Eckler like they should. It's more of like their running game or like quick screen passes and dump offs out of the backfield and just hope that he can make someone miss. Like they're not running the ball effectively, so they're, you know, they're falling away from that aspect of the game and they're just using quick backfield dump offs. And you know. I like Justin Herbert too, but this, I don't know if it's the play calls. I don't know if it's just, there's, you know, lack of weapons, but you know, we said all the time, dude, the the downfall of this team really is a injuries and B the coach. So um, once they get their players back, I think hopefully it'll open their eyes or maybe it'll fix some of the problems and uh, Staley will get back on track because he was not a bad coach last year. He actually was, he was scheming up things pretty well, but, you know, when he gets these players back, he's really going to have a target on his back if 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 he can't you know win games because you know a lot of people were a lot of people were high on this Chargers team uh, entering this season. Um, so we'll, yeah, yeah, I, I, everybody was man. Um, so this is going to take us to the last pick, and I, oh man, I know I'm going to make a lot of people angry with this one, but. When I say this is one of my favorite bets of the entire week. You guys thought I liked Green Bay last week? Oh, well, I like this three times as much. I am taking the Cowboys minus one and a half versus the Vikings. I have already bet this game twice. I've bet it at Cowboys minus one, um, and I just got it again today at Cowboys minus one and a half. So uh, I've doubled down on this few reasons. Number one, how freaking lucky can the Vikings keep getting? Like, they're just come from behind against Washington, come from behind, you know, against Buffalo last week. Like, this, these improbable outcomes, time after time after time. Um, They're never dominating teams. They're coming from behind in ugly wins. It just... I don't like it. I just don't like that. I think they're overinflated. Um, you know, it's just, I, I don't see it. Uh, the Cowboys, on the other hand, dominating performance against the Bears. And I know the Bears aren't on the Vikings level, but they still put up 49 points on the Bears. Um, so they went and handled their business versus the Bears. Uh, they, the, the Packers game, like, I saw, I pretty much saw what was going to happen in the game. I just saw a close competitive game 
you know, McCarthy going back to Green Bay. He's he's a pretty emotional guy. I just saw like his emotions getting the best of him, and you saw it in over or yeah, I think it was overtime. They went for it, I believe. Yeah, they went for it like fourth and two, fourth and three. Didn't get it. Uh, Packers end up going downfield, kicking the game-winning field goal outright. Um, and I read that. I just I didn't I didn't necessarily was like, oh my god, Packers win this game easily. I I had a, I was very confident that they would cover. I thought there was a pretty solid chance that they would win given the circumstances, but they, the the Cowboys did have to do something they never did ever in franchise history, and that was blow a 14-point lead in the fourth quarter. They have never done that. They were 165-0 and 0 when leading the fourth quarter by two touchdowns or more. Okay, well, that streak came to an end. So now we have a game where we're heading to Minnesota, uh, Minnesota, and we're playing the Vikings, who are 8-1, and one, but like I keep saying, they're probably the lucky, luckiest 8-1 and one team. And quite frankly, the Cowboys not only need this game statistically and st- for the standings, but they need this game for their own sake. They, they're coming off a pretty bad loss, a come-from-behind loss, and, you know, it's, this is where the Cowboys start. And it pains me to say this as an Eagles fan. But this Cowboys team is actually really good. They have a really solid offense. They have Pollard and Elliott. So this Cowboys defense is actually really good. And what I really like about the matchup is Diggs is going to be shadowing Jefferson all game. And, you know, the latest thing I saw was Justin Jefferson's most likely going to play, but he is battling that foot injury um, that he sustained at the end of the the Bills game. Um, You know, Obviously, if Justin Jefferson is physically impaired whatsoever, then that's a huge advantage for the Cowboys. Um, I'm just basically I'm hoping the game plan Mike McCarthy throws out there is just double Justin Jefferson and make the other weapons beat you. If you can do that, you will give yourself a solid chance to win. And I just really hope that the Cowboys can establish a running game because if they can get the lead and can run the ball, they're one of the best teams in the league. But when Dak drops back and throws 50 times, he's just prone to making poor decisions and mistakes, and he will throw the ball to the other team. Um, So I'm just hoping that the Cowboys can hop out to an early lead, manage the game on the ground, because that's what they that's what their mistake was versus the Packers. They didn't manage the game on the ground and gave the ball back way too quick. So I'm hoping they can just manage the clock, kill the run game, and move on out of there with a W. Um, so yes, Cowboys. I'm not. I'm truly not though. I'm truly not though. Like a lot of people have playoff aspirations for this Cowboys team, and I think I think people are just they're they're jumping ship way too early because of this Packers loss. And you know, I'm not. I'm a person who tries to be as least biased as possible. And you know, when I saw Cowboys when it opened up at minus one, my eyes got big. And I don't know if that's a good or a bad thing. Um, but hey, we will find out on Sunday. And hey, we like we said this on Thursday. The closer you put Kirk Cousins to prime time, the worse he plays. So we're not getting one o'clock, Kirk. We're getting middle of the day, Kirk. I just had a snack wrap, Kirk, with a diet coke, Kirk. All right, this man. Yeah, he took he took he's he's you know he's on that lunner. He's like the lunch dinner. You know he got his belly full. He gonna be out there a little. It's a little sleepy. Uh, and then here comes going to be Micah Parsons. Bang! Knocking on the door. Um, I really think this is a Micah Parsons get-right game. Because we got to remember, 
the Viking, I think their left tackle or right, whatever it was, one of their best offensive linemen. I don't even know if he's going to play. He's hurt. Um, so this Vikings offensive line has, is a little banged up. And, you know, when you take pieces away from an offensive line against Micah Parsons, he don't even have to get to you. He is going to let everybody else get to you because you're going to be so focused on 11 that everybody off the edge is coming through. Um, hopefully, Demarcus Lawrence plays this game. That would be huge. I know he was iffy. He was limited at practice a bit. Um, if he plays, I love it even more. But regardless, we are on the Cowboys minus one and a half. Okay. The uh, pick Saturday regulars. We have the underdog round robin, and we have the teaser. The underdog round robin, you know, this isn't as juicy as a week unless you throw, like, really big favorites in. I know we, we kind of went with the value last week, uh, but we're going to go with some three pretty, you know, some these teams could win outright is basically what we're saying. So we sprinkle the round robin on the Bears, the Steelers, and the Raiders. Um, three solid spots. Bears, obviously, Justin Fields is playing at an incredible level. Is it sustainable? I don't know. Um, we will find out on Sunday because this is going to be a battle of the 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 Falcons and Bears. Donnell might be the quickest game in NFL history because this clock will not stop. This clock will not stop, dude. You know, this clock is going to be running the whole time while while the you know all the rest of the one o'clock games are going to be at, starting the fourth quarter. Uh the cow are the Bears and Falcons are going to be in the 2 minute warning, okay? This these games are going to be on completely different time zones. Um you know, this this Bears and Falcons game might get over in record time. So, uh Bears ha- obviously have a chance. Uh we're also taking the Steelers. Um I think Mike Tomlin as an underdog at home in his division is five wins, zero losses, two ties against the spread. So, you know, as a dog, Mike Tomlin hasn't lost against the spread. Hopefully, that can result in a W this week. And then the last but not least, it's ugly, but you have to take it, the Raiders. Um, the Raiders and the Broncos, you know, it. it's just a battle of a really good defense versus pretty solid offense and on the opposite side of the ball the this the Raiders defense isn't anything special and the Broncos offense is anything special so it's really going to be a battle of the Raiders offense versus the Broncos defense and they're going to try to play keep away from each other um so Steelers don't want to hit it too much because it's I'm not watching that game but we'll be sprinkled into our underdog round robin um for our teaser the first leg Chiefs plus one. Are you kidding me? We're getting a plus sign with the Chiefs against the Chargers. Love it. Uh, um, second leg, Eagles minus one. Coming off a loss. Oh, oh yeah. Shark in the water. They see blood. Uh, they're just coming off their first loss of the season. They got embarrassed at home Monday night prime time with the whole world watching. They lost. Um, they're going to... Nick Sirianni coaching against his former team. This would be pretty awesome if uh, Frank Reich was still the head coach, but uh, he's not. So we have the uh, Saturday special from the, the Colts. Um, I don't know, dude. This thing could get ugly. 
Um, we'll see though. We'll see. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna try to jinx anything. And last but not least, Bills minus one and a half. We're getting Josh Allen in a dome, must win game, third in their division, falling out of that conference. I mean, the Bills need this win bad. Uh, they're going against the Browns, who not only suck at stopping the run, they're one of the worst passing DVOA defenses in the league. Uh, so we're getting Josh Allen with no weather. He's going to be able to throw the ball wherever the hell he wants with no weather impairment. Bills minus one half. I don't even know why we have to think about it. So my picks, Patriots minus three, Texans plus three and a half, Cowboys minus one and a half, Dinell's picks, Patriots minus three, Giants minus three, Chiefs minus five. Our underdog round robin is the Bears, Steelers, and Raiders. And our teaser of the week, Chiefs plus one, Eagles minus one, Bills minus one and a half. I see a lot of money to be made, my man. I see a lot of money to be made. I I like our picks. I like, I really, really, and I know I said this last week, but no, this this might be my favorite teaser. I think we've teased through the key numbers. We're basically getting the Chiefs at a pick 'em, the Eagles at a pick 'em, and the Bills just have to win by two. And I think all of that is so doable. Um, I will be loading up on that. I am a big fan of that. Yeah, no, that's I think. So what's that like? I think I think that's like plus one fifty five or whatever. For that teaser. Um, yeah, man. I think everything looks good. I think we hit on everything. Uh, hopefully, on Monday, I can come back and say we swept our picks. We got the teaser, and there was money to be made. So, uh, yeah, man, I think it's going to do it for us. Uh, if you enjoyed this episode, please do us a f- huge favor. Rate the show on whichever streaming platform you get your podcasts. Um, and also leave us a comment. Let us know what you think. Let us know what you like, dislike, what we can prove. We're open all ears. Um, absolutely. Um, you can also follow us on Twitter at ShredTheSpread underscore. And if you're into some TikToks, some cool TikToks, uh, we do try to do our best posting like Monday night props, fun props and stuff. Uh, you can follow us on TikTok at ShredTheSpread. For Dinell, I am Jared, your host. We will be back together on Thursday for Preview Thursday. I will be back on Monday for Recap Monday, just a brief episode to break down how we did. But, yeah, let's make some money this weekend, and uh, hopefully I will see you at the cash counter, Dinell. Yes, sir, man. Thanks, you guys, for listening, and we will see you in the next one.